I am here. This is the eighth episode of On That Note. I am out here in Chicago uh, with Elton, who is a wonderful um, hip-hop singer, vocalist, person who does a lot of amazing stuff. And we're here to talk about a couple of his tracks today and, and break something down. Um, where I wanted to start was with the intro to um, your song, Bankful, Two Backslashes Heatwave. That intro is really crazy. Um, and you, who, who was the one who produced that track? You said uh, my homie Luke, Luke okay. Titus. Got it. Um, and so when you get something like that, I don't know how where the collaborative process is, but when you hear that first intro, um, and then you have to approach how to like sing and rap over it, what are your thoughts and what are, what kinds of things you take into consideration and how do you approach it? Um, I usually think about just the natural melody that like will come out. Mm -hmm. So even when it's like no words that come to my mind, I'm just thinking like naturally what, what melody is like just mm -hmm. coming out of me. So what feels the best? Uh, so yeah, I mean, we said we pretty much like sat and like built that whole thing together. So yeah, that's okay. pretty natural. Yeah, and so when is are those vocal samples? Or are you you recording all of those vocal yeah. things? Uh, he actually did some backgrounds on there. Okay, um, but it's me and him. It's okay. just me and him. All right. So when you like, because there's like six voices on that intro part or something, um, and they're all so beautifully arranged. <laughs> and like, so where what what do you remember which melody started off that line or? Um, where it came from. The vocals of ooh. Yeah, that was just me and Luke singing. Yeah. And yeah, we just figured out that that was the way to go. <laughs> That's crazy. Because yeah, I think you got like, I'm going to grab your guitar for a second. Yeah. Uh, but it's like you got that one low one that's doing like the or da, 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 da. Then you got the main one doing the Uh, I think there's another one in there that was doing like yeah that that, that C natural in there mm -hmm. um, and so all of it's so like it works really well together but it's also like it's very like hard to tell exactly what the harmony is just because mm -hmm. there's so it's so layered and it's also not I mean the way I heard the chords was kind of like what was it something like this were kind of the transitions you were mm -hmm. doing. Um, so is there a conversation at all about like this is what we want the chords to kind of be or is it just like singing what you're hearing naturally? That's how I work usually. Okay. Um, I know it started with like those anime high tone keys that mm -hmm. you play. Okay. Um, it started with that and then we put drums on it but then we ended up changing the drums at the end and my, my homie Felix ended up like redoing the drums so it started off with just the keys like very airy sounding keys and once we put like the trap style drums on there mm -hmm. everything else like pretty much flowed so yeah awesome mm -hmm. um and then it transitions into uh i mean the same kind of background music is kept with the, the vocal arrangement um and then you start singing rapping over it and um that one so I'll break down a couple of lyric things. You, you say that line, servant search and splurge and purpose um, for the forums? I couldn't quite make that one out. For the forums? For the forums, the, the forward focus. Oh, okay, yeah. got it. Um, 
forward focus, the mental magic centered savage, gentle giant, jab and jabberwockies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so that's like a really broken kind of lyrical style where it's like it's like these snippets of ideas just yeah. flowing from one to the next. Um, and you do that a couple of times in a couple of different places, but but where does that come from? And yeah, where does that come from? Um, I feel like it comes from like a descriptive mindset of mm-hmm. just like kind of like giving characteristics of where I was mentally and like in my state of mind. Okay. Maybe like around like my 18 to 24 range, just like okay, I'm going to go with this music thing, like, full force. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of, like, what I'm describing. Okay. And just knowing that I've been through a lot of, like, bull in my life. Like, when I grew up, I grew up in, like, a suburb of Chicago. Mm-hmm. And then I moved back to Chicago with, like, a band that I was in. Mm-hmm. And we were just like, okay, Chicago is where we need to be in order to really pursue our, like, music, you know, endeavors. And it was it was a struggle, you know what I'm saying? With yeah. like rent and living like five people at once and all types of stuff like that. So it was really like about the determination of those times. Okay, got it. Yeah. And there there seems to be uh, lyrically on this song a big kind of um, a, it's a really strong balance between like like a, a sort of servant humble perspective and then like mm-hmm. more of a braggadocious kind of like balling out perspective yeah, yeah. so is that where why and how, how did you come come upon that kind of motif or whatever you want to call it yeah um pretty much i was thinking about like my parents and like my family mm-hmm. and just like our relationship while i've been on this musical journey and just the just juxtaposition with them because it hasn't always been like super super i don't know they haven't always like supported Mm -hmm. it the whole way you know so it's about like me just being humble that i'm still here i'm still like with them i'm still doing this regardless of you know even the closest people aren't always going to be with you every like step of the way but also knowing like having the confidence that I know why I'm here. I know why I'm doing this, and staying steadfast on it. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, that's interesting. I like that. And then moving from, because this song has three or four parts, and they're all very distinct. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of moves from that first part with the vocal harmonies in the background to kind of a more, I mean, a very very jazzy. Or no, 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 not the jazzy part. It comes in with the like you go around and waste your whole life. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. second part. Um, it's got jazzy chords behind it, kind of a really interesting harmony, and we'll talk about that. But um, the one lyric I did have a question from for that was like the, uh, but the flex for the gram ain't strong like my d- this morning, that's, or like my wood this morning, that's my d- for the court side, is that what you said? Cosine. Cosine. Yeah. Okay, so explain that one to me a little bit. So it's pretty much saying like, you can have all that superficial bullshit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. like. People really do flex for like Instagram or like try to portray their life in a certain way on the internet. Mm-hmm. And it's really not like that. <laughs> and they're really like not who they say that they are. So I was pretty much just like making an analogy to like morning wood. Just, you know what I'm saying? Just like <laughs> saying like I'm always, I'm always mentally 
focused on what I'm what I'm trying to do. So you can like leave me with the bullshit, miss me with the bullshit. So that's pretty much just what it's just an analogy to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, got yeah. it. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, it was good. It was really it made me laugh. <laughs> um, and then um, the the chords under that um, was that Titus two playing the keys. No, that was Felix. That was Felix. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so the harmony is just it's like a, I was hearing B major or B flat major to B flat minor seven that like little. thing and so I'm, I'm assuming I mean you, you kind of said that you are more from you're just feeling it naturally yeah. but when you hear something that is that kind of um, that jazzy and that that ambiguous in terms of tonality what is your approach melodically like you're just going 100% by ear or how, how much of a struggle is it to kind of map that out not really nice not really a struggle I'm I mean super jealous <laughs> <laughs> I mean I don't know I I just do it all from like what I'm hearing in my head. Okay. So I ended up recording, I recorded those vocals like on my own later after okay. that beat, after that part of the beat was made. Okay. So these are all like in pieces. Like we yeah. did like the thankful, grateful part, mm-hmm. me and Luke, Okay. maybe almost a year ago. And then we stripped the drums once I got like Luke, Felix and Brian Sanborn all in the same room. We like stripped the drums. And then Felix put the drums on there. Okay. Then I wanted to like I wanted it to transition into another part. So it started off with us just keeping the drums that Felix put on the beginning, keeping those going, and then switching it up with the chords, switching it up with the the more you know the melodic part. And so once he did that, I took it home and I wrote I wrote that part to it like at my house. Um, and it didn't, I don't know, I was just, I was just thinking about an outside perspective looking at whoever that person was talking at the beginning, okay. like looking at them, like your lights have been cut off or whatever it is, like, you know what I'm saying? Like things are like coming up against you to block you, but you got to like shape your mind, you know what I'm saying? And like create your own reality and like step up to the plate when you know, opportunities come and like responsibilities come, like you still got to take care of that. Yeah. So I was kind of just thankful that I put, I finally grew up, you know, so this is kind of like a coming of age type. Okay. Then moving on to like that, um, that next section, there's a pretty long uh, musical interlude there. Yeah. Um, where it kind of filters through those like, um, there's some like sound effecty type stuff happening and it's doing that kind of like, those kind of chords, mm-hmm. um, which again, super jazzy, super interesting. Um, one thing that I that I found really interesting is that whole next section, um, the drums, there's no backbeat at oh. all. It's just the shaker and the kick right. for the most part. Yeah. And so that gives it kind of like this, like the one kind of starts to disappear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially because the way you're singing too, like you're starting a lot on, like you barely start on the one on any of the phrases. Mm-hmm. So was that what was that intentional or is that just something that you guys kind of stumbled upon or like let's keep that vibe or, or what what we just wanted it to be i mean we were, luke played the drums on that mm-hmm. so this was a day where we had like the live room so oh, okay so it was real drums this is real drums oh, okay. like 
this real keys, real drums, or whatever. Uh, Felix played like a motif, uh-huh. um, and he played bass on it. And Luke played the drums, and Brian played the guitar. Got it. So yeah, it was live. I mean, we just we we were doing it in a mindset of like a house track, but live. Okay. So it's supposed to just kind of be like some floor on the floor, you know. So that's the vibe. We just wanted it to be like deep. Okay. You know. But, you know, when you hear house, you don't hear, it's usually not live music, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But we just wanted to keep that vibe, like, percussively. And so there's a lot of, like, hand claps, knee slaps, mm-hmm. keys shaking, um, like, a wad of keys shaking, yeah. and just, like, just different, you know, percussive things like that. But, yeah, we just wanted to keep it, like, pretty steady. But then once we went into po- post-production, that's when we did all the drops and okay. slowing shit down and opening shit up so Brian could play the guitar and having it peek through at the certain moments. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's awesome, yeah. And that, that whole melody section, so you, you never, you, when you sit down to write melodies like that, it's just like, you don't sit down and like map it out at all, you're just singing? Like into, like how, describe that process to me. Is it just you with a microphone in a room trying different stuff? Or is it just um, like pretty much while Felix was like playing the keys, figuring it out, I was just immediately coming up with melodies, mm-hmm. and like immediately, and so I came up with the um, heat wave walking on a fire lake, and like came up with that part, mm-hmm. and then you know I kind of just started talking to them, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and it just helps me get the ideas out, you know when I'm like singing stuff and then like throwing ideas at the engineer, like, can we do this or drop this out or whatever. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just automatically coming up with the melody and not like knowing what I want to say. Okay. Yeah. And so then the one part specifically of that, that is, I mean, like I heard it and I was like, what the f- is going on there? Um, is the, um, uh, What's the word? Um, this is what I call the lie. Yeah. yeah, that part. But this is what I call the lie. Um, because the chords that are moving around that are like, it's like a crazy, like. Yeah, yeah. Super, super extended. And the, the melody that you're singing is simple in what it is, but it's the way it interacts with the chords is really bizarre. Um, and so was the were the chords there first and then the melody or the melody first and then they put chords around that because either way it doesn't make any sense to how that came about to me it was Uh, so i was curious all the all the all the musicality was down okay except the guitar the guitar we literally did in post-production because i wanted brian to be there and Mm -hmm. we have been like locked into this studio like this live studio our homie ashwin Mm -hmm. um had in pilsen and we were there for like three days, like just making stuff for my album. Nice. Um, but Brian couldn't make it that day. So we ended up doing it like he ended up playing guitar when we mixed, when we were like mixing in the mixing process or whatever. So he wasn't there, but pretty much the keys were down and the drums were pretty much down. Okay. Uh, and I just, I put that melody to the, the walk down that Felix would play okay. pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, that that part that part really like was like a white whale for me figuring out all that the the key harmony there and like mm-hmm. and yeah it was just, I mean really beautiful and insane. Um, 
so then it, it transitions out of that section and you get that like you're, you're back to like a more a more uh, rapping kind of thing is going on yeah um, and the the part where it's like Wimbledon to and fro back and forth I see that you came back from more I'm out of door missing yeah. with that da, da, da. that whole section is so like when I hear it the images that are that are that you bring up there, it seems like it should be like animated. Like you're like playing tennis, then you like are yeah, a matador, yeah. and it's just like switching from one thing to the other. Um, so when you came up with those, like, where was your head at, and and all that stuff? It was pretty much like a person. I kind of tried. I, I tried to set the scene of like a person that was in a relationship. Okay. Um, where there's a lot of back and forth, a lot of pulling, a lot of maybe not everybody agreeing all the time. Mm -hmm. um, so I was kind of pretty much like setting the scene up for that. So like the Wimbledon to and fro, back and forth, I see that you came back from more, I'm at a door, miss me with the manure, you too Hollywood, Molly water, kind of sewer, you feeling good. So it's like, somebody's like, <laughs> you're in a relationship with a person and you know what they want or you kind of want to be in a situation with this person mm -hmm. and you feel like you know what they want but they try to act too cool for you okay and it's like we don't even have to do that right now like i know what you want i know what you're here for okay. type thing you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so it's kind of like this this voice that's like enticing enticing you okay yeah, yeah. And, and to go back to that kind of temptation kind of yeah vibe. exactly that's great and yeah, it just, it seemed like something that could be like straight out of like Fantasia or something. <laughs> yeah, just like, there's so many images in such a short amount of time that you're, it was just kind of like flashing through. I was like, oh, yeah. like a really interesting set of stuff. Um, and then the last thing on that section, yeah, you kind of end that part of the verse with like the like, um, temp like heat like too close for comfort, yeah. temp like we won't be here much longer. Where did that flow come from? Because that's a really interesting rhythm that you ended up in there. Man. I started thinking about the heat wave concept mm -hmm. and different ways to use the word temp, mm -hmm. um, like temperature, mm -hmm. temporary, so, temporary, yeah. and then temptation. Okay. But like temptation, like David Ruffin, because that's that's the whole reason I even started yeah. doing music was like the temptations. I saw a movie. And then my, that my grandfather showed me, I was like seven years old. What movie was it? It's The Temptations. Oh, it was okay, like yeah. about their life. They were a music group. Yeah. They were yeah. in Motown. They were huge. So, yeah, that was my inspiration. So I always try to reference that whenever I get okay. a chance. But I don't know. I just wanted to use that term in, in different ways okay. to show how it's all relevant, even in this song. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? This is temporary. I know this won't last long. You know what I'm saying? This is hot, we both feel this in this moment, and it's like a temptation. We don't know if we should be here, be doing this, you know what I'm saying? But eventually, we know yeah. what's gonna happen. That's great, <laughs> that's awesome. And and just, yeah, so so immaculately all constructed, and everything seemed like it fit, and it was it was a joy to kind of go through that song and, and figure out the different things that were happening, because it taught me stuff, which was great. Um, and then, I, I have two questions that I like to kind of ask everybody, which is like, number one, like, how, because it sounds like you had a more informal music education experience, so like, how did you learn to do all of this stuff and learn to navigate and build songs like this? Um, well, I started like really doing music in high school, like maybe like my freshman year. Yeah. 
I was in like a sing rap group with like one of my homies. Okay. And we were just like making like R and B tracks. <laughs> and but I was just getting my chops up with writing. Mm-hmm. Conceptualizing ideas, conceptualizing um just yeah, like complete ideas, like through writing songs, you know. Um, knowing what the hook is gonna be, knowing, you know, that this has to be catchy or whatever, you know what I'm saying, in that mindset. Mm-hmm. And then we kinda stopped doing that, but when I graduated, I started a band, and it was like a fusion band of like classical and jazz, and everybody in the band was pretty much people who had been trained. Yeah. Um, Felix was in that band, my roommate Blake Davis was also in that band. Um, our piano player, she was classically trained. She now teaches um, music as well. And then our drummer, came from like a hardcore background. Okay. So he played like double bass and yeah. like, you know, just, he was crazy. Um, shout out to Zach. <laughs> um, and then yeah, Felix played the bass and then it was two MCs. It was me and another guy, Ryan, and then Blake sang. Um, and yeah, so I feel like that process right there, mm-hmm. as well as like the beginning process of being in my earlier group, helped me learn how to really construct songs um we had like five vocalists in this band yeah so everybody didn't always be on every song but we had to learn how to create sections that evolved Mm -hmm. and so i feel like i took that same concept with the full band and now that i'm doing my solo music i want it to still feel like every time you hear it i want you to hear something different you know what i'm saying and so my best friends are like the best musicians I know so we kind of just it's just all natural we're chilling mm-hmm. and then we just make make stuff you know so yeah I feel like my band the art of cool like really helped me okay yeah cool um, and then the other the other question I, I tend to ask is what do you feel like music has given you in terms of what have you learned from it what is what have, what kind of yeah what does it give so you? many things man it's given me discipline mm-hmm um, something that I can strive to always be better at um, and also I know like gr- growing up when I first started getting into it it was always the feeling that I felt in my heart like when I was hearing it or the natural reaction to whatever I was hearing and then releasing the emotion through my through my writing or through my, my singing or the tonality of my voice mixed with whatever the instrumentation was. I mean, I like beats, I always like liked beats, mm-hmm. but I always felt like live instrumentation was a better palette for me. Mm-hmm. Like just what my ears were more attracted to. Um, Cause you can feel when people are playing, you know, certain things and like certain chords, chord progressions evoke certain emotions and mm-hmm. Sometimes you're just practicing and just getting it out, and then sometimes it's like, I need to get this emotion across in this way. Um, so, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, um, I mean, that's pretty much all I got. So I just, again, want to thank you for, for taking the time. Um, I can't wait to see all the stuff that you make in the future because it's so well thought out and conceptualized, and there's so much um, talent behind it. It's crazy. Um, Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much.